All right, everyone, welcome back to Thing Called Life. I'm Damaris. I'm Bianca. I'm Kareem. And we have and a special guest today. Jeff. I'm, I'm Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the guest. And so, today we're going to talk about, I guess, alcoholism and, I guess, addiction in general, maybe, and some of our experiences, things we've dealt with. And I don't know if maybe Jeff has some advice based on his experience. Thing. Sounds like there's some drama. <laughs> there's definitely not. Called. Oh my god. <laughs> it begins. Life. You see, like everyone plays a part, right? Yeah. So, oh, of course. Thing, thing called, called life. life. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, so my name's Jeff. Jeff Dustin. I'm originally from Massachusetts. I. Couldn't tell no. by the shirt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even I realized that when I put it on. I was like, I went full box. <laughs> um, it was my only clean shirt. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> We've all had those days. I, I moved out here um, going on nine and a half years ago. So mm. I've been here almost a decade. So I'm like half a Texan, I guess. Um, but I, I work in sales. Uh, nice. I went to school in Massachusetts. I, mm. like I, said, I moved out here 10 years ago, and I've been doing industrial sales okay. ever since. Um, that's my career. Um, but in my free time, I like to BMX. I'm a snowboarder. I travel, um, do a little bit of disc golfing. Yeah, you just got back, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. always somewhere. I was in Austin this weekend. <laughs> we were just awesome. talking about that. It's, sometimes it's draining, actually. Um, not to complain, but yeah, right, sometimes right. I just like want a week off where I'm not doing anything. Right. No, I, I hear you. Um, but a body in motion stays in motion, so might oh, as well get it while I can. I like that. saying. Well, I, like I like that. that. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, that's a little about me. I've been in here, like I said, about 10 years, and um, I've been um, alcohol-free for three and a half years. Nice. Okay. So I'm glad you touched on that, because obviously that's kind of what we're talking about here in the podcast. So... Uh, Bianca and I, but not to put any shade on you, so just nope. relax. Okay? Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll <laughs> like, no, no shade on anyone who No, does that's drink. not what we're doing. Yeah. That's if, not what we're everyone's doing. got their choices, so Correct. no shade on anyone who is a So drinker. I think you and I had agreed to like not drink because I was, I think, you were, was it you or me? I forget who started it with the well, no I drinking. I started around last, no, yeah, it started at the beginning of this year and or Last year, December, or the beginning of this year. It was January. December because I ran I the marathon ran. In, in, or the half marathon. Okay, yeah, yeah. So it was, around, it was around the same time. Real marathon. 13.1. There we go. Thank you. <laughs> I ran my 13.1, uh, but it was in January. So mm-hmm. we quit around the same time. I Was it called On the Wagon? I was On the Wagon. On the right? Wagon. For, I think, at least six weeks, something like that. Mm-hmm. And then you did it for 90 whole days. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good. Nine days is a lot. Yeah, it is. And then, uh, you know, to to beat us all, Jeff has completely just stopped. Stopped. (laughs) I stopped counting. (laughs) (laughs) I I tried to do that, but then after a while, I was like, let me just try to go back into it just to see if I'm missing anything. Well, it's nice to, like, um, especially if you're competitive or, like, have a drive, like, to Mm -hmm. kind of have a number with it. Right. And kind of, oh, I did 90 days. Let's do 120. Correct. Let's do 50. You know what I mean? Kind of win. Yeah. Sober to an extent. So you just get like milestones. So is that how you kind of? Um. So I did it like a very non-traditional way, where um I had a friend who had an issue, and I could see that in him that his drinking was a problem for yeah. him. Um. And he lives in Austin, and you know if you've ever been to Austin, it's a party town. Oh my god, it sure is. Um. It's hard to <laughs> stray away from that, especially if you're friends, and you know that's kind of your lifestyle. Right. Um. As BMXers, we're kind of like party animals to an mm-hmm. extent. Mm-hmm. Um. And me and my friend were like the party animals of our friend group. So. <laughs> I think for both of us, there was a pressure to drink, sure, and, like, be that person, and yeah, like, yeah. have fun, and like show up, yeah. and like mm-hmm. be the life of the party. Right. 
Um, I mean, you're still that now, though. Yeah, yeah, and I still am, which it took me a while to figure out. Okay. But there's always that, like, uh, unknown. Sure. Oh, how's my life going to change? Are things going to be different? Um, so what I would do is I would go to Austin and uh, not drink for a weekend and go out with him and show him, like, hey. You can still have fun without drinking. Fun. We still went out. Like, yeah. We had a good time, but I didn't drink. Um, through doing that, I kind of realized that I had a problem. <laughs> and i don't want to say a problem in the sense of like i was drinking every day like you would picture an alcoholic you wake sure. up drinking um this is kind of why they say binge drinking is worse i never yeah. believed them i was mm-hmm. like oh you know i only drink on the weekends and i go to work and my life's good I'm i pay my bills yeah, yeah. Like i have a girlfriend like every, i don't beat like i'm not angry like and i kept giving myself these excuses of like mm. why it was okay my behavior yeah. um and then when i took those weekends off I started to realize like a lot of anxiety and depression I had wasn't there on Monday and Tuesday. And See, like a I lot didn't of anger. Even think about that. Yeah, that that was a big thing. That was the trigger for me as I wouldn't drink and then Monday I'd be like, "Oh, work's not that bad." <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you, you believe it's correlated then? Yes, absolutely. Well, isn't alcohol known to be a depressant? Yes, it technically it is, is a depressant. It's interesting like people drink to get happy, but technically it's known to be a depressant. It's yeah. temporary oh. happiness is yeah. what um took that me a long sense. time Which to realize. Cuz you most people drink when they're celebrating something. So it's kind of so like, like mm-hmm. I want to be sad. Mm. So well, that's, <laughs> well, that's the time to drink is if you're celebrating. Yeah, right? yeah, and that's yeah. kind of how conversations I had with people who so I have friends that I wouldn't say they're drinkers, but they, they're not sober. Um, right. And their thing is they only drink to celebrate for a birthday, a wedding, yeah. like a milestone on a vacation. I gotcha. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, they yeah. just don't go out on Friday nights and drink to drink. They have, right. There has to be a reason behind That's probably, why they're getting drunk. I guess That's actually, maybe me. Like, I don't drink that much. I mean, if I go out, I may have a drink or two, but like, I'm not having more than two drinks. Right. So two leads being. to three and then three and then... For, for, especially if you're up all night, yeah. Taste. But not like for me, I'm not. Yeah, I'm just, I, I just don't have that I don't craving know. anymore. No, because I don't want to get. I know if I drink too much, I'm going to get sick. And personally, I'm just like, I don't want to get sick. So two is my max. I mean, this is kind of probably hard to believe, but I'm I'm part Irish, so like I can drink a lot, and I like <laughs> so same, <laughs> same very Irish. <laughs> <laughs> so like when I, you know, when I was growing up, like and my family's. Uh, from the Virgin, everybody kind of knows on the podcast. But I'm letting you know that, but my family's from the Virgin Islands, and you know, rum is like huge, right? So mm-hmm. like every everything mm-hmm. you do has rum involved. We even put it in our cakes, you know, rum. I cake. like to cook mm-hmm. with rum. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, sauce or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah a little glaze. Yeah, or a little yeah, glaze. But, or yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's the thing. Like you, you don't think about it because it's so ingrained in your culture. So then, when you finally start seeing, you know, the the effects of it, like you did. You kind of think, okay, wh- you know, why is this happening? Like, why is this so easy for me to continue? Right? How how'd you how do you actually feel when you when you quit? Um, the- I felt out of place. How long? Okay, sorry, I have a better question. How long did it take for you to feel different from like your normal routine of like going out on the weekend? Blah blah blah. Was uh, I would say by like the forty-five day mark, it was halfway there almost. Okay. Um, it, it I guess to me it was kind of like it it took me a while to feel different because I was still going out to the bar scene even though I didn't have the alcohol in my hand uh. because I was afraid that I was going to miss something so it was like I was there drinking water or, or topo chicos and it's kind of like and I wanted to drink but instead I would try to play it off by dancing with everybody and then everybody thought I was drunk so I was like okay 
And then so it, is that how bad of a dancer you are? No, that's how that's how <laughs> hype. Drunk I'm a hype. <laughs> I'm a hype person, so I just like I was letting off that energy. Yeah, and I would try to even like play pretend in the sense of like, oh, everybody wants shots. I would go get the shots myself, but mine was water, mm-hmm. and nobody knew. Uh, yeah, I've done that. Before. So it's like I wanted mm-hmm. to stay inside the circle to hang out, but at the same time, it took me a while. And then once I got to that midpoint, I was kind of like, I don't need to do this. Yeah, I don't need to pretend to be drunk or having a good time just because I'm not, you know. So that's tough. I was gonna ask that's like that yeah. you were because I did mine during COVID. I started. Oh wow! So the bars were closed, so yeah. I couldn't go out, and I wasn't one to drink at home. Yeah. So I was like, well, if I'm gonna do it, might as well. <laughs> right now, it's like, the time. They almost to, yeah. like forced me into doing Strike. it. You know, they said a lot I of people drink. Like a lot became of alcoholics yeah. During, during COVID, COVID. which is also bad for your immune opposite. system. Yeah, it's a good way to get COVID is by drinking all the time because your yeah. immune system isn't Weakens as strong. Compromise. Oh, yeah. Wow. Um, but I would have not been able to do what mm-hmm. she did right away. I luckily mm-hmm. I went months and then I got to a point where I was comfortable and I was like I can go out and like not be like tempted. Because if oh, I was I you, so. I would have started drinking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Believe me, it was, <laughs> like, it was tempting this. <laughs> because people would be like, "Oh, taste this, taste this, this," and I would be like having to remind myself like don't don't drink it don't drink it like don't don't even taste it like don't yeah. don't don't so it took me a little bit and then after that midpoint i was kind of like i don't have to go out anymore i don't have anything to prove to anybody i'm sober and people find it crazy or they try to pressure you and i don't know how i was able to stay in that circle for that long and and be around that pressure in that environment and not give in but i guess i just wanted to test my limits well, you kudos succeed. to you yeah, yeah well, that's the, the hard thing smart. about it too is um like when you decide you want to stop drinking, mm-hmm. there's all these things like, how's my life going to change? But one of the things for me is like, how are my friends and like mm-hmm. what I do mm-hmm. change? And um, I knew me doing this, I would lose friends. So you yeah. did. Yeah. And I, I don't want to say I lost friends, but they're not. I realize they're not a real friend nope. or like there's someone I'm cool with. I'm friendly. There's no bad blood. But sure. um, if I had to have honest conversations with my friends because I had done this. Oh, I'm going to quit. I'd get hung over and I'm never drinking again. I'd go two weeks yep. and <laughs> test back on the bottle. Yeah, yeah. Um, and this time I, I finally got to the point where like I was like, I have like, this is a problem. Like I need to stop lying to myself and like do this and actually do it. And um, mm-hmm. that's a hard conversation. I had to have, have honest conversations with my friends where I was like, you know, I have a problem. And like if you guys can't support me, I can't hang out with you yep. yeah. um, until you can like come that. around or I can come around. But I can't be around someone that's going to pressure me and make me feel bad about my decisions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I need to like better myself. Like, sure. This is an issue. Um, it's not fun anymore. I know you guys are used to party, Jeff, but it's not a party for me anymore. Like, it's just like... This is very, my life, right? Yeah, and I kind of started to see it affecting my life in terms of, you know, being depressed, my work ethic, um, looking forward to Friday so I could drink because mm-hmm. I wasn't drinking during the week just so I could, like, kind of suppress those feelings. Huh. Um, and when I started looking at these bigger pictures, I was like, what... What am I, what am I really doing? Yeah, here? what's like, yeah, what's the real end I, goal? I'm here? doing this to myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no one to blame. No one's forcing beer down my throat. I, I am going out willingly every weekend and making myself sad and anxious. And <laughs> yeah, um, that's true. Yeah. I what used you say it like this, but so it's bad. true. But it's it true. was. It was no, honest. It, I was very sad, and um, I'm a very happy person. So I like I, I hit it very well. Mm-hmm. Um, but inside I was like very lonely and upset a lot. Mm. And um, I started realizing like when I took those weekends off, I was like, whoa, like life's pretty cool. Like, have right. I been forcing, like, have I been drinking myself into depression for 12 years? Like, is that why I'm mad and, like, angry all the time? Mm. I just thought I was, like, angsty still. Like, I hadn't dropped my teenage years or something. <laughs> like, I was mad at the world. And um, 
I realized, you know, we all still get angry, but um, the alcohol was fueling a yeah. lot of those feelings. And did you um, join any support groups, like like an AA type thing or anything like that? No, um, and I have nothing against AA. Uh, I've been to three meetings. Um, I went to one when I first started, mm-hmm. um, and I've been to two. I haven't been to one in like a year, but uh, there was two different times where I was really close to picking up a drink. And then you're and like, I yeah, to I got a meeting to put myself in perspective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, not to knock on anyone going to a meeting, but there's people in meetings that are a lot worse than me. Mm-hmm. Um, and just seeing that, is, that kind of was like the motivation is like, I don't want to turn into that again or mm-hmm. like lead down that road. Um, I don't like AA just because it's really religious. It's religion based and I'm not, uh, I don't go to church and I'm not like a religious person. Um, I also, I went like after I had done like 90 days or something. I can't remember mm-hmm. how. I was like around 100 days and they wanted me to start at zero because it was my first meeting and I was like, I'm, oh. not, I'm not doing that. Oh, I see. Yeah, I'm not okay. gonna, well, yeah, because they're, one they're just a program. Yeah, they're trying to keep track of you and keep you in their fold. Cause and like, I get that because a lot of people lie about it. Yeah. But like right. for me, like I'm not lying and I, I don't need a coin to right. tell me I'm doing well. <laughs> That's true. Um, but it's different for everyone. I think I'm pretty strong willed and I have a pretty strong mind. Yeah. And I, um, yeah, I did this stuff on my own where I'm like, I can do this. Yeah. Um, so it just wasn't for me. I recommend it to people. Yeah. Um, I did a lot of reading about people who went to AA, and I actually found a girl. I wish I could remember her name, but um, I, she had a really good story, and basically everything she felt is how I was feeling. Mm. And then she like broke it down in different ways. Where I was like, oh, this all makes sense, and it kind of like opened the door. This and, is a um, book. No, it was just online. Someone's like vlog, like okay. a vlog or whatever. Yeah, yeah, Someone yeah. just writing about their experience. I can't remember her name. It was it was a, a girl, but um, if you do text resonated. it to us and then we'll put we'll put it. Yeah, in I'll the, try to find yeah. it. But it, it resonated with me like super. It would we had like very similar stories. Nice. Where like we drank because we thought we had to, and it was hard to quit drinking. Yeah. And um, one of the things I recommend when you do like decide like hey internally like hey I don't want to drink like personally I don't want to drink don't tell people. Yeah. Just say hey I'm not drinking tonight. Don't pe- tell people you're quitting because then that's when you'll get pressure. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. when people want to dig in and ask you questions and, oh, are you an alcoholic? Like, what happened? And, like, people, like, really yeah. get personal with you. And it's very rude, I think, to ask people that. <laughs> yeah. um, and then when you a say simple I'm quitting, okay is fine, you yeah. set an expectation for people. Mm-hmm. And then when you fail, it's worse. Yeah. yeah like, when you relapse sure. or you go back to the bottom. like, I knew you couldn't do it. You disappointed mm-hmm. everyone. Yeah. Where you, in the beginning, you want to focus on yourself. I like and that. Disappointing only yourself because those disappointments can add up and then lead back to the bottom. And you know, I kind of like this because y'all did it two different ways. Yours was you were still immersed in the in the mm-hmm. scene and you you did it. I don't know how. And then, yeah. and then for you, you were like, "Hey, let's 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 step away from this for a bit. Let me center myself, and then I can go back out and, yeah. and, and experience that." So I guess from both of y'all y'all's perspective, because I, I mean, I still drink, right? Like not like kind of like um, uh, Damaris says, like just periodically. Mm-hmm. But the big thing that I'd like to you know, just kind of figure out is, you think it's more of like. That's kind of weird, but ma- male versus female, like psychology, because I think we get more pressure to drink than women do. Like, no one's like, "Hey, girl, uh-huh. you want to drink?" Like, here's a drink. Here's, I think it goes kind of creepy. You know what I mean? I think it goes both ways because your your girlies will egg you on. I think there's a pack mentality to it with mm-hmm. men and women, mm-hmm. and when you're around the right people, it's kind of like a let's get house, let's let's drink. Like there's <laughs> yeah. pressure when you're out if with anything, your If anything, maybe even more for women because typically if you go out, a guy wants to buy you a drink. Yeah. You guys they, aren't, aren't having, for a girl. Yeah, yeah, you aren't having girls walk up to you and be like, let me buy you a drink, honey. <laughs> this is true. I mean, I wish. Cream I'll said take maybe. a topo. I'll take ginger ale. <laughs> it's just not like, you know. My favorite drinks is Shirley Temple. And I love oh, her. I love her only ordering it at a bar because yeah. the bartender would be like, what, you want vodka, rum? I'm like, no, nah, just the Shirley. 
with the lime and he's like you want just a shirley i'm like yeah and they get like stoked to like make a non-alcoholic drink <laughs> really yeah i mean i've never really had a bartender not like his eyes wiping like oh you just want a shirley temple and i'm like yeah dude he's like got you easily satisfied yes yes because um, i don't get that often you know right. or it's like a kid at the dinner table yeah. like ordering a shirley temple <laughs> the bartender makes um, it look so good that everybody's like i want what he's yeah he's, he's like not yeah, just no alcohol in it like oh no alcohol. <laughs> i want to be like sad soda water and lime <laughs> yeah that's, 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 that's my thing. Yeah, I like that. That's my soda thing, bro. Because it looks like vodka and yeah. you know, whatever. Like a and vodka that, soda. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to. I don't want people to think I'm drinking because I don't want. I don't want to give impressions to people because yeah. then I feel like you're kind of being not honest. Like, why do you want to think yep. people like? I just I like it for the bubbles. It resembles yeah, a drink. Yeah. It's just no alcohol, for so sure. it gives me that feeling. Still, yeah. mm-hmm. um, I will drink non-alcoholic beer sometimes. Um, once in a while, I'll have one like because I do miss like beer. I used mm-hmm. to like drink a lot of different beers and try beers. Yep. So I miss parts of that. I miss whiskey, for sure. Um, you can't really find a good non-alcoholic whiskey. No, they're all no. crap. They're terrible. I didn't even know that existed. And they have oh, non-alcoholic yeah, wine too, which gin. is even worse. The wine's bad. I've had that. Even they have gin, yeah. vodkas, rums that you so, can buy. They're expensive too. It's like forty bucks for a well, bottle. Yeah, because what they're doing is they're they're actually <laughs> the process. They created is weird. a market for people that they didn't even know that they needed it. And you're welcome. I don't. Know. I don't <laughs> <laughs> if anyone's listening, <laughs> yeah. you're welcome. So, <laughs> so basically, what they do is they brew the beer and then they burn the alcohol out of it mm-hmm. so that's you're, how it works you're just with left with the fizz and the yeah. taste but you don't have the actual alcohol because people always ask to like oh can i try it i'm like it tastes just like a budweiser there's just no alcohol it's the same exact do thing. you know that's there's how no i alcohol. got into beer interesting yeah okay. they don't that's taste different at all you got into beer because of like because Heineken okay so you know when you, no, you know when you go to the breweries right i didn't drink beer at the time i i, I only drank like liquor and I was like, do y'all have anything else other than beer here? And they were like, well, we have a kombucha. And I was like, what's that? And I didn't know what it was. It looked like beer in the glass. Yeah. Kind of tasted. It's fizzy. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of tasted like it. I started drinking that. And then I went from that to ciders, from that to... Oh, so that was your gateway that beer? That was how I got That was your beer. gateway beer. Kombucha yeah. was your gateway yeah. beer? Nice. <laughs> That's interesting. You don't hear that often. No. Yep. No. So we're blaming on kombucha. I would have never, would have never thought that's that. That's how I got into drinking I don't know how beer. they do the liquors, um, but they're weird. Like, the thing that's missing is the bite. Yeah. I have no bite. And the, and the, and the hot like in the back the whiskey, of the whiskey, it yeah. feels like I'm drinking, like, a piece of wood. Yeah, it's not. Mm. Like, you get all the wood notes, but there's no, like... There's no substance like in food you want like acidity or something there's none of that like back end at the end of your sip to like remind you like it's whiskey but it's not whiskey right um and like here in town if anybody's looking to like quit drinking there's a place called sipple that's all they have is non-alcoholic everything. Yeah, that place uh, that's the cool. one over there. Uh, you said a Sibyl? Sipple. 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 It's yeah. over there. Rice. Rice. Yeah, Rice Village. Village. I think it's over area. there. Yeah, yeah. That so area. if y'all, like if y'all are into, the, into that, go go do that. Yeah, support so. them. We need more liquor stores like yep. that. Non-liquor stores. <laughs> so I'm going to ask you a, a question. Let me know if it's too personal. You don't have to answer. But usually, in my experience, there's some type of addiction um, issue that that person is dealing with and so it may display itself in alcohol and there's people that if it's not alcohol then it becomes something else right? um i would say it's weird because i would i don't want to say i was addicted to alcohol but i was reliant on it mm-hmm. like i didn't feel addicted in like a physical sense but a mental sense where mm-hmm. like i wanted to go out and drink and like be that party person and um have fun and chase women and stuff, you know, like I'm a typical guy, like I want to go out and talk to girls. And I <laughs> always like, you know, you grow up and you, you kind of society is like this, is what you do, you go to bars, you meet women, you meet people, Absolutely. you drink and 
they don't tell you about the mistakes you make, but they make it <laughs> seem like it's this awesome thing. Um, and then you wake up in the morning, Oop, and you're like, I'm what sorry, did I'm I do? Late. Why did I say that? Like, yeah. who is this person in my bed? Whatever, you know, whatever happens. Um, and yeah, I would say I had like a mental addiction to just like being out. And yeah, like, the feeling of it. Yeah, right? the feeling of yeah. that. It was fun. I liked going out. I'm a night owl. Like I stay up late. So I like to go out. And then, That sounds like you should be a gamer. Right? Yeah. To or stay just up. Be more and productive just... with my time. But then you're inside. <laughs> We're not doing that. This is fun and you're games. Inside playing. No, I'm just um, I don't know if it's any better. Yeah, I would say there was like a mental addiction. I, w- yeah. I definitely didn't have a physical because, like I said, I wasn't an everyday drinker. Mm-hmm. But the binge drinking, um, I went to a doctor because, like, I had all this anxiety and stuff. And I was like, you know, what the hell's wrong with me? Um, and that was what he asked me if I was drinking. I told him how I drank. I'm like, oh, I don't have a problem. I even said, I was like, oh, I, don't, I only drink on the weekends. <laughs> Doctor's like, yeah. And he was like, um, well, that's what binge drinking is. And I'm like, yeah, but like, that's not a thing. And he's like, no, it's a thing. Um, <laughs> and um, that's why they say it's is bad because it basically PhD? you're putting your mind like through a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Right. So most people, you know, like Thursday, Friday, Saturday is your night to usually Friday and Saturday, but some people stretch to Thursday and bear with friday at work yeah i've seen it um and i used to i'd go out thursdays and just suck it up all day friday at work like hate my life can't wait to get a beer and be at five o'clock like hair of the dog um but he explained it like it's up and down so on the weekends you're like peaking everything in your brain all your chemicals and then during the week most people have a beer with dinner or they go out with their you'll have one beer but they're not but that's leveling you back out into like a plateau so is it like a dopamine spike then kind of yeah yeah it's just a chemical imbalance and then when you do it a lot your brain's used to having alcohol in it so when you drop down like that those those dopamine levels drop yeah those cravings come back anxiety Um, and when he explained it like that i was like that makes so much sense like why i'm the way i am and Mm -hmm. then when i did those weekends and then the next day i was like i really am like doing this to my like don't my brain doesn't know how to take it because there's no middle ground that's um, cool that a it, doctor got you is that, that doctor here local uh no it's back home it's okay. back home massachusetts gotcha. i went home one time my mom's friend's a doctor and i just sat down with him it wasn't even like a real like yeah like a checkup or anything yeah like yeah just, just a, a, conversation. a conversation yeah we had a private him. conversation i kind of was like hey man. can i ask you a few things yeah um, yeah and he was kind enough to you know give me his insight but it made a lot of sense because the depression and the anxiety and all that stuff I got, it, it peaked after a few years. Like, mm-hmm. it got worse. And I realized it got worse when my career got better. Like, when my career started to progress, I stopped drinking during the week. Where before, I was drinking during the week. So I wasn't feeling those effects. And when I stopped drinking during the week, I was like, oh, well, I'm doing better. I only yeah. drink two nights a week. But that's what sent me spiraling into this, like, mental yeah. uh, roller coaster where I was up and down. And I was like, that makes a lot of sense because I've been feeling this way since I stopped drinking during the week. It's okay. gotten, like, worse. Um so yeah, to look at it like that, you're basically up and down, up and down. That's so a great, that was a great question, that, by the way. Yeah, it's yeah. great that you mentioned yeah. that. So like, I think everyone I've said before, my previous ex, not my last one, but he was, I mean, I'll call him a high-functioning alcoholic. And we did go to like seek some help at one point. And initially he would drink all week and excessive on the weekend. And he got the recommendation of, well, stop drinking during the week and just drink on the weekend. And what happened was he then switched to binge drinking yeah. where he would go through like an entire bottle between wow. Friday and Saturday and maybe a little bit if there or, was like left on Sunday. Oh, no, no, no. Tequila. Entire bottle tequila. Tequila. Yeah, a whole bottle. Yeah, right? One weekend. And it's by himself, mind you, because I don't drink tequila. And then I was like, if analyzing the behavior now what you said i see like during the week it was very mellow during the weekend it was like extreme yeah um rage extreme everything all the emotions on an extreme wow. level uh and i was like i don't know if this What's is any better 
the one that helped me. I mean, are you? I don't want to say it all. Okay, no, because no, yeah. the reason why the reason why I'm saying that the is because family friend. No, that's yeah. cool. But I'm thinking like if this person has like like a book or like a website or something no. like that where they can because. I mean, for for him to tell you what he told you and change basically change the trajectory of your life, I think that's huge. Well, after like, he we told need me more that people too, like I that. researched been drinking. It yeah. always been like something people told me, and I was like, yeah, whatever, that's not a thing. I didn't really think. And then when he put it in that perspective, I just Googled it and started reading, and I think that's how I found that chick I read about. Okay. When I started, yeah, because okay. I just started to get on Google and just kind of going through stuff and, yeah. you know, typing in this, alcoholism and the you know, ways to combat it. And um, like I said, I didn't go to trip. Double A, I didn't go to AA, so these were like I took it upon myself to do this on my own. Yeah, um, and I do want to say shout out to my friend because he doesn't drink anymore either. We're about nice. 10 days apart, we're hey, both awesome. almost at four years. Good you job. friend, you know, um, you're talking about Brett. Thank you, buddy. There you go. Um, and he's he just got married, his life completely changed. Um, he's actually a pro BMXer, and ever since he stopped drinking, like he got better at riding. Mm-hmm. More opportunities have come his way. No way, contests, yeah. His whole life changed from it. Brett, um, yeah, Brett Silva is hey, his name. Congrats, Brett. Um, we're, if we're, you're looking we're for a BMX for you, bike, sundaybikes.com. Um, there we go. There's my plug. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, um, and we went through that together, and we both have excelled since that. That's beautiful. Like, um, I think he's doing a little better than me in the career with the BMX, but we all got our own landmarks. So, um, Comparis- no, comparison is him a there and of- being able to call him and like go through like having a sponsor mm-hmm. yeah. um, really helped. I don't know if I could have done it alone. Um, it's a very hard thing to tackle by yourself. I would recommend like anyone who's thinking of it, like talk to someone, talk to your closest friend. You need to let one person in your circle know. Mm-hmm. Um, you need to have yeah, one like an accountability buddy, yeah, an accountability friend or someone, even your friend that like. When you start to do it, that they'll check your other friends, like someone to back you up. Yeah. Like, hey, I like that. Like, hey, back up off him. He's doing something. Like, don't worry about why he's not drinking. Yeah. Um, you that don't want to go very Boston. Yeah, yeah. Back, back up, up off him. Leave man. my guy alone. <laughs> you know I mean? Don't worry about it. What are you a cop? <laughs> you, what are you a narc? You a narc? <laughs> no, are you a narc? <laughs> Who, who's asking? Um, so without him, like, I don't think I don't think we would have each of us wouldn't have done it without each other. That's awesome. Because um, when we started, yeah. So we have, you know, I go these weekends and he's kind of like, yeah, I have a problem and I need to work on it. And I'm like, hey, man, like if you're serious, I'm going to do it with you. Um, I don't at this point in my life, I don't see the benefit to me drinking anymore. Like, why Mm -hmm. am I why am I doing this? Mm -hmm. Um, And honestly, like besides the point, I feel like I talked myself out of getting laid a lot of times because I was so drunk. You know what I mean? So I was like, <laughs> Probably. I'm making a, I'm making a fool of myself. That angle. No, no, yeah, like I mean, you think alcohol are, helps you get Bianca laid? Bianca and I nah. can tell you when we're DJing on the weekends and the guys are drunk, if they come up to us, it's like such a turn off. It like is. we don't, not, we don't want to talk to them. They're like don't bother coming up. It's just like They're like good. falling over themselves. And I will and say, it's like, ever ugh. since I stopped drinking, women love that. I'm not saying I'm a ladies man, but any girl I talk to and tell them I don't drink, they think it's awesome. Yeah, because yeah, most guys are trend, what you honestly, say. Most guys sloppy. get drunk and they're aggressive yeah. and they're not yes. gentlemanly. And I hate I hate it because I'm part of that. I'm a guy, but like some guys are people act a fool on alcohol. Hold on, you saying there's gentlemen out here in these streets, bro? There is, right here. Is that right? I was about to say where. <laughs> Are you looking for the bar? Jesus. You got to go to the library or something. Go to church. Coffee shops. I don't know. You got to go somewhere where there's no booze. True. Um, True. 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 That's Um, what my dad said. My dad said go to church. (laughs) 
So I, mean, I, I guess that's why you like Oso over. Well, I'm not gonna say the other place, but there's other places that have like a a duel. Oso yeah. has a bar vibe. So shout out yeah. to Oso Coffee too. Absolutely. Um, like I said, we go on Fridays, and that's how we met. Like yep. there's kind of locals that show up, and it's like almost like Cheers, or like you go to the bar, and we all drink coffee in the morning, um, <laughs> and get our dick started. Yeah, and it's kind of cool to like. Because when I stopped drinking, that was like a big thing. Like, how am I going to ask women out? Like, what do I do? Like, my whole life, it's yeah, like, where do, do I you want to go get a drink? Where do I go? So um, I basically had to rethink how I approach dating and everything. Um, so that was my go-to is like, do you want to go, go get a grab coffee? coffee? Yeah. Dude, um, I think like it's a good chance to get to know to someone. Say. There's no mm. pressure to drink. It's not um, loud as fuck. It's not mm-hmm. night. You so can actually no, like, see what they look like. Yeah. You don't want to trust the club lights. Yeah. No, you never trust the club lights. But it's a way for Like, I feel like it puts a border down and you can get to know someone a little better there's Absolutely. no pressure there's no pressure to drink it's not nighttime so like you know are we gonna go home are you staying at my house like it's like a good way to um open the door to people and let them know yeah. um, i have had people be like can we meet at the bar and I'll, I'll tell them like hey that's cool i'm cool with going to the bar i just want you to know before i get there i don't drink because i don't want to show up and be like and then it's like, surprise, yeah, yeah. yeah. And because I'm cool, I'll go to the bar and hang out. But I've also been out with people, and they're like, "Can we meet at the bar?" And they get sloppy drunk, and that's like a turn off. And yeah. I'm not going to call you oh, back. Like, I got it's one. cool if you want to have a beer, but like to get wasted in front of someone that doesn't drink is like extremely disrespectful. Mm-hmm. I think. I just had a very Absolutely. funny thought. So you show like next time. Well, I know you got a girlfriend now, but like let's say you know whatever you're out and you're like hey um yeah let's let's meet at that bar and show up because <laughs> she's like so what are you buying me like oh i don't drink so like i'm not buying you i shit. bought us two shirley temples <laughs> <laughs> we could do a that is so rude I mean, we could do a i'm not buying you anything i don't i'm, I'm not drinking that woman who does that contribute to <laughs> your getting drunk well actually i went out with a girl a couple years ago um and we went out to dinner and she ordered a drink, um, and I went to pay the bill, and she paid for her drink. Wouldn't let me pay for it, which I thought was cool. That's really uh, cool. Curious, but she's well, like, you don't drink, you I'm like not going to let you pay for yeah. my alcohol. She's like, you paid for the meal, which is yeah, cool. You got to hang on to that. It didn't work out, but she was cool. Yeah, was, I thought, yeah, I mean, I've gone out with guys that don't, well, my ex was sober completely, mm-hmm. the one after the alcoholic, so I went from one extreme to the other, but I always asked, like, you know, that could be you, a whole are you, podcast in itself, <laughs> oh, tell me about it, <laughs> like, are you comfortable if I drink, I never wanted to make um, anyone else that I knew was, was sober uncomfortable, so it's like, hey, how do you feel if I order a drink, is that going to make you uncomfortable, if not, like, I can go without drinking, it's not yeah. like I need to drink, but I never wanted to so put someone in a situation where they're uncomfortable, um, I have nothing to quit because I barely drink. Yeah. Oh, oh, you're one of those people. Hey, I wish I was one of those people. I can't. Like, <laughs> he said, can't. I can't. I can't. Like, I, like, it's weird because I wish, like, I don't want to say normal, but I wish, like, I was, like, a normal person where I could just, like, have a beer and hang out. But, like... You'll outlive us all. You know this, right? Hopefully. That's the goal. <laughs> great. Um, but that's why I was asking earlier about the addictive personality because I noticed that folks usually that turn to, like, alcohol or turn to drugs or something else. It may not even be, like, a bad thing. Sometimes it's addic- addiction to, like, working out and they're obsessed with it. It's that addictive personality where you well, have to be careful. Most people replace yeah. the addiction with coffee or R- nicotine yeah. or something. Or, There's usually something. Um, I, think I don't think I like, have replaced it. Honestly, it was just like something that didn't. I have like I do have addictions. Like I'm addicted to riding my bike and disc golfing and going outside and pickleball. not drinking was just losing an addiction I had, yeah. and I didn't have to replace it with anything. I just didn't need it. 
Um, I, I like got the way the you frame that. That's a really good framing. Say that again. I uh, replace. I didn't replace my addiction. I just got rid of one of them because I have plenty of them. I'm addicted. I'm addicted. I'm addicted to a bunch of other good things that are positive for my life. That yeah. look for a positive addiction. Yeah, I think that's the, the message that adds to your life, not takes away from. Yeah. Right. And yeah. I'm at the point now where like I have no desire to ever drink again the idea of being drunk scares me honestly i'm like not being, being out of control yeah yeah and i'm i'm, I'm like i said i'm almost coming up on four years so this is just like my life and how i live um looking at drinking now i'm like i don't want to be like that like i go with my friends and like no offense to my friends but a lot of them are idiots like they get drunk and they're I'm like dude you're like a completely different person when you're yeah, yeah yeah um and i start and then i think about me and i'm like i was too and that's why i stopped because i was like I said, I wasn't, wasn't a violent person, nothing like that, but I was different and I was selfish when I'm drinking and I made mistakes and I would drive and do dumb stuff. And right. mm-hmm. um, I'm just glad I never ended up in jail or killed someone or yeah, like yeah. did something that I yeah. regretted like really bad. Um, but yeah, now when I look at it, I'm like, there's no point in it for me because I live like a very fulfilled life without that. Like that wouldn't fill it anymore. Drinking. Right. Mm-hmm. That's not going to like, I just look at there's no positive to me putting booze in my body anymore at all. Um, that's which is really empowering and like I think this is one of the first times I've said that out loud besides like the voice in my head <laughs> <laughs> um, well congrats man well, well yeah it, it feels good to know like and I wish more people would realize that because I see a lot of people that drink and I'm like man like you're like a way different person and like a better mm-hmm. person not to say better because like, I don't want to be negative but like I just there's not much benefit to drinking alcohol. There's not. Like in it, general. It, it, it Actually, the feeling the day after is probably the worst. And well, then the I'm amount of money you drink too much. Yeah. And it's so expensive Mental now, really pain, is. physical pain, the days you lose. Yeah, and I've left. I would get anxiety the day after. So that's why it would make me want to go back to drinking so I could get rid of my anxiety. So that's, the after that's effects. called a drinker's remorse, Yeah, too, like I was like, yeah, so that's that what I would That was bad do. for me. So I had I used mental to do, hangovers. Yeah, I would be like that where I was binging first. And I didn't want to wait till Friday. So then I started to draw it out and I was doing it Monday through Sunday, like every week. And I would wake up for work at six in the morning and I would wait to get off, go straight to the bar and wouldn't get home till three and then be at work at six in the morning. Damn, again. Ooh, Jesus. I was, I, it was bad. It was like that really bad. That is a bad way to live. <laughs> but <laughs> it was bad. Respectable. That's a bad way to admire like, that. Respectfully. That's a, that's a grind right there. But that's why I stopped because I was realizing that not only was I going to work hungover and then anticipating for me to be off to go back but then it was like my anxiety would kick in and i was like oh my god oh my god i need to hurry up and like go like i felt like i was missing out on something there was nothing i was missing out on yeah and i would like yeah, you're up. missing out on it's life. a big facade it's like a it big lie alcohol in my opinion like, so i have i have two stories two stories of two my stories. like shithousery we'll just call it that i like that word you like that <laughs> so um the, f- the first one i was uh i was i was drinking with, uh, drinking with some friends we were out like near like rice village area funny that we talked about that just a minute ago but like out in rice village i got shitty drunk like like bad like couldn't like went to a, a parking garage talking to a friend and then like went to go leave couldn't find my phone I'm freaking out for like two hours, drunk as fuck, like yeah. walking across like Kirby. Not supposed to do that when you're drunk. Or no. period. In general. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, I get over to the House of Pies. The guy calls, you know, an Uber, gets me home, which thankfully, whoever you are at House of Pies, appreciate you. 
He paid for it and everything. I didn't have any money. I'm, I, I don't oh, have anything. Damn, shout out. I was surprised. For real, man. Good like they, too. Yeah, they, <laughs> they, they were like, yeah, we get a lot of drunk people in here. Go, you know, we're gonna... <laughs> I'm just kidding. So I get, I get home. I, I, um, I obviously pass out, wake up. I do the find my phone. It sends me back to the fucking parking garage. I walk over. Literally, I'm not even kidding. Street, like State of Grace is here. Street, um, bush, and then like a, uh, like a brick kind of wall thing phone sitting right there i was so drunk that i couldn't i didn't even know where my phone it was sitting right where i left it like but i was so drunk just walking couldn't find anything i was like dude this is not good for you you have lost your absolute mind doing this i have a friend who's done that multiple times it's it's, i gotta like go save him and then in the morning gotta drive him to like go find his phone or shit or whatever he left oh my god that's terrible so you were enabling him no, I mean, no, I've gotten them to stop now because I told him, like, dude, you got to, like, come on, we're in our 30s. You got to figure, yeah, figure, dude, like, get your shit together. <laughs> He's one of my best friends, so, like, we check each other, but every, every once in a while he checks me, and then sometimes I'm like, hey, you know, time for your check. Yeah, hey, yeah. hey bro. Yeah, checking in. Checking in, right? Yeah, yeah there you go. Yeah, yeah, checking, checking in. Right in. Now. And it's good checking on your friends, and I think if you're a real friend and you care about someone, you'll be honest with them, even That's if it's absolutely. the truth they don't want to hear. And if that person is upset, then they don't understand it. Like, I'm doing this for you. I'm not doing this because yeah. to be against you. I'm doing because I care about you. And, um, yeah, and this, I, I will say there's definitely you got to be careful too because I've done that. Like I said, I was in a relationship with an alcoholic, and so many times where I was like, "What do you need me to do? Let me help you. You have a problem." Like, but until someone realizes that they have a problem, yeah, they're willing they to admit to it themselves. and take the action. You can lead a horse to water. Um, yep. I'll tell you what, drink. being in that, and for people that are in relationships like that, one of the things I had to learn was. They're not going to do it because of you. No. And it's there's a, a guilt that you feel as being a partner where you think, oh my God, this person obviously doesn't love me enough because if they did, then they would see that it hurts me and, and they would make that do, change. But it has nothing, nothing to do, to do with, with you. you. Yep. It's a personal choice. And if that person is not willing to make the change and is impacting your life in a negative way, then you, you're better getting out of it because they may never make a change. A thousand and that, percent. That's, I've had friends that were addicted to like you know drugs, hard drugs and stuff. Mm. And I had those conversations hundreds of times and I got to the point where it was like hey man like I can't help you yep. yeah. you gotta go if you don't want to help yourself like I can't like yeah, I, I, I love I'm you wasting, and I hope you I yeah. hope I don't read that you're dead someday or you overdose but like you gotta figure this out mm. I mean like it, it gets it's tiring it's tiring mm-hmm. and um, that's what I realized too is like I like I said you do it for yourself um, if you're not doing it for yourself then why are you doing it because you have to live in your body and your mind every day and if you're not happy in that then and if you're not doing it for yourself, you're likely going to start drinking again. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Or doing whatever it is you're doing. You are the you know master of your being, and mm-hmm. of you know you are the you make your own reality. Yeah, you're um, you're the master of your own particular universe. So like anything anything that happens, like a, like for instance, like you were talking about before, like you can't make anybody outside of you do anything. So mm-hmm. like anytime something happens, I try to blame myself, and people get weird with me. They're like, "Why are you blaming yourself?" Like because I should have one either been aware, two um, not done it in the first place, or you know, let's say three showed up. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like I could have, I had so many opportunities not to have that happen, but I went with it, and then I am now living with the consequences. And what's well, how do you go to with drinking? Is people give themselves excuses? That's uh, that the big thing. one thing I read. Is stop oh, yeah. giving yourself an excuse for your behavior. Oh well, this person's worse than me, or. I went to work every day and I paid my bill and I only drink on the weekends and I had an excuse. I don't spend a lot of money. Like 
If there was an it's excuse, I birthday. would find it. Yeah. It's just, or you know, it was XYZ. This person's yeah. in town. I'm going to keep drinking. And when mm-hmm. I started finally looking at, like, stop giving your And I'm not just talking about for drinking. That's in life. Like, stop yeah. giving yourself excuses yeah. not to do what you want to do. Absolutely. Um, that's your, your mind is your, is your reality, but it's also your biggest competitor. And it's kind of, you can trick yourself into thinking, oh, I'm okay. And, like, you become complacent. But once you start realizing, like, oh, that's just another excuse. Like, um, I have a friend who runs, and he's like a big excuse for run. Oh, it's raining or something. So that, that that doesn't matter. You go run. David, you want to run? You run. Like Goggins, talk, let's get. Or it. I'm tired today. No, you're not tired today. Like get get it. Like you got to like find that mental hurdle Absolutely. to get over that. But once you start looking at your life and your responses, and you start realizing you're just kind of full of shit, and you're giving yourself an excuse for everything, you're like, oh, that helped me change too. Like I need to stop like giving myself a break yeah. i need to be tough on myself like mm-hmm. if i want to do this kind of sounds like uh there was a saying or something that i read somewhere i'm trying to remember who said it but they said if you pay attention to how you cope with bad things in your life and how you celebrate things in your life and it's the same thing then that's the issue the drinking so most people cope with their traumas by, by drinking, drinking yep. and then and they then celebrate, celebrate the good by things drinking. By, drinking. by drinking so the issue is the drinking like yeah. that and, and people don't realize denominator. yeah people don't realize then you're just kind of like oh okay you know and you just keep going along with it because you're like it's a it's an endless cycle and until you realize it like you said you can't do anything until you can help yourself and realize and, and they start adding so i've noticed that it's like maybe in our age group, right? More than anything else. But then it's like, then you're drinking and you're adding some drugs. Mm-hmm. And then you're adding more drugs. And then yep. you're doing this. And then it's like, okay, now there's a lot going on. Like aspirin or what? Oh, no. Because no. your headache in the no. morning? No. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> no. Um, I've been there. Um, I think drinking led to a lot of bad decisions I made and things I wouldn't have done when I was sober. Um, so it's, it, drinking, you lose your inhibitions. They say that, but no one ever, it, you, literally and you I, lose your inhibitions. I think it's also because you start building a tolerance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then you're true. like, what else can I take to get me back but, to that high? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause that, you know, dope, cause you, even like with social media, right? We're scrolling through, you know, apps and looking at all this mm-hmm. stuff. That's the dopamine hit that you're getting every single time. So as soon as it goes away and you get some kind of clarity, you're like, uh, this feels weird. Like mm-hmm. you go back to scrolling. I think it's roughly the same way with with drinking, right? Because you're you're drinking, like you were saying, you were like anxious, and then it went from binge drinking, which is just the weekends, from what yeah. we understood, and right? To like yeah. and then you just drew it out through the because you want to keep that dopamine high. Not right? only that, but I would uh, I would eat less during the day or wouldn't eat at all so that I could get drunk faster Ooh. because my tolerance was so Ooh. high. That's yeah. what I was doing, and that's why I was like, okay, I need to stop this because this is no good. How are you alive right now? <laughs> just a chance. Well, and then, <laughs> I, <I'm> just, <laughs> I don't know if chaff is the right word. <laughs> well, no, no, no. I was going to ask you a question. Jesus so. I mean, I kind of used to be like her. So <laughs> I, I know, I know the catwalk. Yeah, we changed our lives for the better. So did you start... Would you say you started drinking at the age of 21, like how it's advertised? Uh, 18, like when I got to college. Okay, because I feel like I never, yeah, I would drink here and there, but I didn't really start drinking until like I was 25, 26, like when I was going out and drinking often. I would say, you know, in college from 18 to 21, I never had a fake, so it was someone buying me booze. But when you're in college, you go to keg parties, you can find booze. Easy. Um, But when I turned 21, there was no like, I was like, all right, well, now I can just get drunk whenever the hell I want. Yeah, no I, I guess I never me. had that like urge like with everybody else that was in the same age group as me to be like, oh, I want to go to the club. I want to do this and that or drink or go to house parties. I, it was never appealing to me. So I didn't start till later. But then when I started, it's like I hit it hard. Well, yeah. And that's why they say when you start late, you're going to hit it hard because you can 
not that you mentally you're doing it, but you're like catching up for time. Yeah, loss, kind pretty of. much. <laughs> like, yeah. So like, is that why abstinence is good, like for the bedroom? Um, I don't know. I can't speak on that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I said, I'm not religious, so. <laughs> I'm like looking at him like, what? Uh, it, was, it, it relates well, also, because if you haven't had sex in a long time, right? Yeah, and then you jump back in. It's like oh, might be better shit. than before. Like, I think go. it depends on the well, partner. Yeah, it like depends they, on the person. Yeah, like, yeah. like it says, like That's absence true. makes the heart grow fonder, right? Absence, so like, not, not abstinence. Not abstinence. <laughs> I didn't say abstinence. <laughs> yeah. I said abstinence. Okay. You said so abstinence. No, I said absence. Right there, you no, no. Did, but you, but you, before you said, you said abstinence. abstinence. That's why I looked at you like, what kind of question is that? <laughs> well, no, I know that. So abstinence means well, yeah, like I you're guess not if you don't sex. do something for a long time, so then, then you do it, it feels better. Or there's right. a better. Well, that's not. I don't release. think that's true in all cases because. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm not doing it. She's okay? like, I have a disclaimer. <laughs> Every day at four thirty. She was like, I didn't do it for a while, and then I did, and it was bad. Because <laughs> after, so I didn't do it for a long time. After I had stopped drinking, <laughs> after I had stopped drinking, I drank. On, on, on 91 days, I drank just to see, like, hey, you know, where, right? Yeah. When you were double my fisting body it? At, like, where, yeah, I had two beers. I was drinking, right? So I was double like, fisted. I was double fisting. She was double fisting it. it. I was. There's a video. Yep. So I wanted to I have see, it. like, how my my body reacted, my mind, everything, right? What I realized is that I don't know if it was a mental thing that it was like I was disgusted with alcohol. Mm. Like, it, it was like the taste wasn't the same. It was disgusting. To I me. remember you saying like that. Like, this does cigarettes. not taste the same. No, it was like yeah. my taste. And I, I don't know. They say, what, every seven mm. years your taste buds change or something like that? Every 90 so, days for you. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> After that, it was like not the same. So now whenever I go to functions and people yeah. are like, hey, you're going to get a drink. I'm like, not really. And sometimes I will get one, but then I don't even drink it all because it's like my body it's like my body's rejecting it. It's like I've mentally told myself, like, this is no good for you. And it's well, like, your I body's almost recognizing it as poison. Now. Yeah. So if I don't, you probably won't remember, but when you started drinking when you were 25, mm-hmm. there was probably those thoughts, but you didn't recognize them as that. Like you were drinking, you're like, probably. oh, it's kind of shitty, but like, I'm going to keep drinking. Cause when yeah, everyone yeah, starts you drinking, taste for it. you're like, oh, this beer's not that good. Yeah. But then yeah. you drink five of them and you're like, they're kind of yeah. freaking good. You know what? Mm-hmm. You're that's right. True. So you're your body's, right. when you yeah, take, true. and that's anything. That. If you don't drink caffeine for 90 days and mm-hmm. you drink caffeine, your body's going to have like an adverse, not necessarily negative, but your body's going to be like, oh shit, like, oh, this thing again? Processed, like if you're a vegetarian, <laughs> you eat meat, your body's mm-hmm. not going to process the meat. True. Mm-hmm. So uh, you're, you've taught your body to be like, now you're drinking something and it tastes bad because your body's yeah. like, yo, what the hell? Why are you putting poison in me? We've, we flushed this out. Mm-hmm. Your body's smart. You know, it's very smart. It's the, greatest machine in the world it is um so you adding something to it your body was like yeah dude what the fuck yeah <laughs> yeah pretty much it's Yo, true we whenever you're doing you, good yeah when you start drinking for the first time like i, re- I everyone's response is oh that tastes terrible it is it does. but then the pressure and you do it and then and you do it more and more yeah, and you're yeah, like oh, it tastes so good now and then you, you kind of convince yourself even when you start to like it that it's good and like if you think about it like like now like i say i miss whiskey whiskey is not that no. it's not that good it's not that good to be burned like no. my throat. No, yeah. it's not. But I do kind of miss it in a weird sense. It's like right. some mental thing, but yeah. it is. Like it's not. I think it's more of like a status, like especially yeah. for guys. Cause like, like a prestige a, gentleman. Yeah, like a yeah. cigar. <laughs> and a, yeah. yeah. And sometimes I mean? some of the, well, I would say for me personally, some of it is, I don't know if cultural is the right word, but like if you grew up in a setting where family would get together and have Yeah, definitely X, cultural. Y, Z, I mean, then you feel like, oh, this is familial. And I grew up yeah. with Italians, you know, wine at dinner, and I was allowed yeah. to have a glass of wine at like 15, 16 at dinner if mm-hmm. I Which wanted. Which is actually not bad for you. No. One. Yeah, one. One. But yeah. I didn't like not wine, a whole bottle. so I never had it. Um, but <laughs> it's there is like a, a, a line where your body, you know, it's like, 
I don't know. It's it's weird because now that I'm, I've done it for so long, like I said, I look at alcohol and I'm disgusted by yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I do not want to put that in my body at all because it wouldn't right. do me any. Not like that, good, but when you yeah. find out how they make like the process and like a lot of the stuff is made with like artificial flavors, you're kind of like, that's what I put in my body. Mm-hmm. It's not even a real thing. It's not even a real process of chemicals. Yeah, it's just n- coloring and everything else. And you're like, what? It's a lot of sugar. Too. Yeah, and a lot I'm like, of, mostly it's a lot of sugar. sugar. So that's what cheap booze is made yeah. of from the sugar. Mm-hmm. So my my second one, I'm not proud of the the story, right? So me and me and my buddy uh, Charles, we go to uh, Austin, another obviously party, plenty town, of right? good times in Austin. But we go on our <laughs> motorcycles. I get fucking like lit. Oh shit! And I'm stumbling out of a bar, and we walk past two cops, and the cop goes, "Hey, you!" And I turn around really slowly, and then my buddy like whipped around, and he's kind of like, he's like, "Yeah, you can't drive that bike," and I'm fucking, I'm housed. He's like. You can ride with him, but he can't know. And this is before Uber. Yeah. So, like, he jumped on the back of my, my motorcycle, and I drove him drunk on my motorcycle to our, uh, our hotel. And when so I got dangerous. there, I was like, That's if a bad I can cop. fool a cop, yeah. this is bad, yeah. dude. Like, I could have wrecked. Mm-hmm. And I was, we had no way to get home. I was going to just ride, obviously, with my buddy back to the, the hotel. But then because he had to leave his, I was like, crap. So we had to get there. And I was, Honestly, it, it sounds like way harder to ride a motorcycle with two people on a drunk than one person. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> I did it. And that's like one And then we went to the strip club right after that. I would Stupid. drink a lot. And I one morning I got home and uh, I was hungover. And I went out to go, you know, go to McDonald's or whatever and get my, you know, my cure. And I walk up to my car and there's like throw up all over the door. And like my rims are scratched. <gasps> And I'm like, oh my god! What did I do? Like, one, I clearly was throwing up while driving. Like, (laughs) (laughs) clearly, I look in my car. There's a little bit on the door, so I'm like, not bad, pretty good aim. Got it all out of the car. It's on the side of my car, which is easier to clean. And then I'm like, for like weeks, I was like, did I hit someone? Did I crash? Yeah. Yeah. You don't know. Are the cops gonna come knock on my door and be like, you killed someone two weeks ago? You idiot. And it freaked me out. And that was one of the times where I was like, I have to stop. Yeah. And it that and I didn't stop drinking right then, but I stopped drinking and driving. Yeah. <laughs> don't drink and drive look, i know look, we, look, everyone does it steps. but it's just yeah, it's such a such a bad steps. idea so so just to here's another funny one so like i have uh back well back your your parents and your grandparents probably did this but there's a thing called cruising literally your parents would get a six-pack oh yeah road sodas i do that i used to do that what Oh, beer on the open road is amazing. Road I drive sodas. To, I drive to Austin and I drink like six beers before I got there. Just to, so when I got there, I was ready to go out with my friends. <laughs> I've never road heard it sodas. called that. But I, I, yeah, I've yeah, never heard it. I don't yeah. know if that's a New England thing. That's got to be. I've never heard never, of that though. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty good. A road yeah, I'm soda. From New York. <laughs> and I'm not going to lie, like drinking a beer on the open road is very fulfilling. I don't know why, but like just like the parents when they, well, like they put their, this is funny, they'd put their kids down to sleep mm-hmm. and then they would leave their kids at home, get a six pack get in the car and they would drive yep. around the block until the six pack was done. Each of them had three or, you know, times are simple. Mom, mom would drink mm-hmm. two, dad would drink four or whatever. Yeah. And then they'd come home and go to bed. Well, the cop would probably play and be like, Hey Bill, bring it home. <laughs> you know, cops were different back then too, where they let <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah. 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 Which I think is a good thing and a bad thing. I think cops are a little bit more lenient in terms of like, they understood people made mistakes and like, Hey, we don't want this to ruin your life. We're going to follow you home. 
nowadays it's a DUI, which maybe that's how it should be, but like you're in trouble right away and it's all money. How much money? What's your ticket? That's right. That's um, true. Back yeah. then, you know, if you got pulled over in your neighborhood, the cop most likely nine out of 10 knew who you were. And back then, and mm-hmm. was like, like, hey, dude, you're being an idiot. Like, usually the cops used to live in the neighborhood. Yeah. As well. mm-hmm. So they yeah. knew you. Everyone knew each other. They knew you. So when they rolled like Korean. It's like, all right, Peter, really? let's go home. What are you doing? Like, uh,. <laughs> Just robbing this lady. Is that this okay? isn't where I parked no, my car. <laughs> <laughs> That's not where I parked my car. <laughs> I think it's important too for people to know, like, yeah, I'm four years or almost, but like that w- it wasn't easy. No, um, no. I would go two weeks, fall off the wagon, mm-hmm. call my friend, and be like, "Yo, dude, I drank this weekend," and or I'd go two weeks and then hit, "Hey, man, I fucked up." I drank. You know, we kind of held each other accountable, but we had these hard conversations where it's like. We'd lie to each other, and I'd be like, "We can't lie to each other." We're right. not parent. Like, I mean, you drank just because he'd be like, "I drank," and I'd be like, "Yeah, I did too." Not only that, but if y'all like drink together, it's kind of like it's hard yeah. for you to keep that from each other. And, uh, drinking partners. So it, yeah. it, I want to say it took me about a year yeah, to quit. Same. I would go a couple weeks, stop. Go a couple weeks, stop. And then um, it was 2020. Yeah, we we're going to yeah 2020 January 2020. Um, COVID hit. I was going to do dry January. Like, I'm not going to drink for January. Um, I went on a bike trip with some friends um, for Burnslow. Actually, this hat I'm wearing, um, mm. Austin-based company. Check them out. Um, we went out to New Orleans to ride for the weekend. And um, me and my friend were like, we're not going to drink. We're not going to drink. And we're like holding strong. It's like 11 o'clock. We're out. We still haven't drank. And uh, one of our friends is there. His name's Aaron. Um, he's a dad. He never drinks. He was about to have like, or he was about to have his kid. And he hadn't drank in years. And he's like, hey, tonight's going to be one of the last nights I ever drank. So he kind of, me and Brett were like, yeah, all right, well, we're not going to miss out drinking with Aaron. Yeah, so, like, uh, so we started housing them, and I was super hungover the next day, like ruined a whole day. I couldn't ride. Um, and that day, I was like, I'm not going to drink till Swamp Fest, which is a BMX thing in Florida, which was three months. It was April 4th. I was say Louisiana. Was I was like, Ooh. close. Good drive. <laughs> um, and I was like, I'm not going to drink till April 4th. I'm going to go three months, see how my brain works, see how I feel. Um, went three months. They canceled Swamp Fest because of COVID. So on that that weekend, I drank with my friends. On that Saturday, I was like, "Hey, I'm gonna drink with you guys. I want to. I'm gonna do an experiment, and see how I feel." And I figured, like, if I hadn't drank for three months, I wouldn't be as depressed and that anxiety. Like, right. I felt like it was compounding. Mm-hmm. Drank, got fucked up with my friends. Woke up the next day, same shit. And you're that's like, when I was like, like "Nothing's gonna shit. change. Like, this yeah. is how alcohol runs in my body, and I can't keep lying to myself, and I can't keep telling myself it's gonna be different this time because it's not. It's the same every time. I'm mm-hmm. lying to myself." And um, April 4th, 2020 was the last time I ever drank. Wow. I haven't drank since then. So you mentioned the um, accountability. So having like a support system as being one of the things that helped you the most. Is there anything else that you would, um, I guess, recommend or suggest to folks out there that are thinking about stopping and Um, don't don't be super hard on yourself. Um, That's a big thing. I have some friends So over the years of doing this. um, Typically every year on Instagram, I'll like post on the anniversary and Mm -hmm. um. I mostly do that to let other people know, like, hey, because I, I was a party animal, and I think some people still kind of look at me like, remember that part of me, um, and I've had multiple people reach out to me, and I have multiple friends who have stopped drinking. I have a friend who's like 120 days right now. Dude, nice. um, A lot of my other friends have just slowed down on drinking, where they're casual drinkers now. Yeah. Um, I think it's important to let people know, like, it's a struggle, and you're going to take swings, and I, I'm a big baseball guy, so I just have baseball analogies where like you know you're not going to hit a home run your first time trying not to drink you're going to strike out um you're going to strike out a few times you're not going to have a good batting average at all and then as you practice and you get better at it and you go two weeks and you go a week and they add up and you start it starts to get easier um but if you're expect yeah if you're expecting to just quit cold turkey like that's rare 
Mm-hmm. That's like you're like one out of ten. Like that is very hard to no, do. I, it took me a year. You know how many times I had to get drunk, literally throw up to where there was nothing left in my stomach, my whole chest and everything was sore, and then I would be like, I, I'm not, I'm not gonna drink anymore. And I did that for a whole year. I'm gonna stop drinking. I'm stop drinking. And then I finally stopped. It took me almost a year to do that because yeah. I would lie to myself saying I'm gonna stop drinking, but then I would drink the next and day. And that's. So don't lie to yourself. That's one. don't lie to yourself, but also like don't but don't be, don't be so be hard, hard on yourself, yourself yeah, because like be it's not yourself. nothing you do you do great the first time. Yeah. Anything so drinking whatever like takes guitar. Practice. I'm so, I'm trying yeah. to figure out guitar. You're now. gonna fail. My hands are all... Like when I first started to ride a bike, I fell off my bike a million times. No, you know what I mean? Like you're gonna fall off the wagon. That's why they call it that. You're gonna fall off. Um, no one expects you to just stand up and be like, I'm done. And that's yeah. it. Like the book's closed. That's not how it works. Hmm. Um, and if it is, then you should have quit a long time ago. If you got that power, I mean, you were the <laughs> only one holding yourself back. Right. But, um, that's a big thing. And I would say start small. Um, so me personally, through my experiences of quitting on and off, and obviously now I'm past the, that time range, but, yeah. uh, I'd say start with 10 days. Mm-hmm. I'd say 10 days is when you start to feel, uh, I, I don't know if this is scientific or not, but I noticed around 10 days, I feel like you've purged all the alcohol out of you. Mm. Most people think, you know, a day or two, you, you pee it out. You have alcohol, like, in your body at mm. all times. If you drink a couple oh, times a yeah, week, yeah. you always have, you never not have alcohol in you. So once you get to 10 days, you've kind of sweated it out, purged it out, mm-hmm. and you will start to feel a mental difference. I noticed around the 10, clarity, to, yeah. 10 to 13 days is, like, I always tell people, like, I did seven days. I'm like, don't be a, don't be a bitch. Excuse my French. <laughs> Man up and do 13. Like, cause you'll start to yeah. feel the effects and then you almost get like addicted to being sober. Yeah. That's how I would describe it is I'm addicted to not like having it, uh, yeah. you know, being, being myself, out of control, being completely myself. That's awesome. Um, it's very liberating. It's very empowering. Um, when I first did it, I felt like Captain America. I got to wake up. I had a bunch of energy. Like I was like, doing it. I was like, this is nuts. Like yeah. I've been like holding myself back for all this time. Wow. Like this is what my brain is capable of. Right. And you got to make um, a list of things to do for that day because you're not trying to cure yourself from the hangover. Yes, so yes. you have more time. Well, like, so I, like, I sleep way better. Um, yeah. My skin got better. Um, my attitude's better. I control my emotions. I, I don't get angry. I mean, no, I, think I, I, think I, I think I look pretty good. Um, I have more energy. Um, I'm more in the moment. I'm more present with people. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that. Work is getting better. Yeah. Um, I used to have real bad road rage and like I'd fly off the handle at little shit. I don't do that anymore. Um, I'm very good at like processing my emotions and like understanding why i'm feeling a certain way um before i like just start drinking or trying to cover that up mm-hmm. um so you think in like like quitting drinking basically a, like added to your emotional intelligence right? absolutely okay brought 100%. it up okay i would sense. say you know like i said there's people who drink there's <clears> nothing <throat> wrong with it personally for me it, it doesn't do me well but i can say for everyone on the global steel if you quit drinking your life will change your life mm-hmm. will get better yeah you will you will see it you you like you can't you can't do it till you see, till you try it, and it's hard to explain. But it literally is like a total change. Like I said, Shift. how you think of stuff. Yeah. Um, I've also like since I started doing this, I've taken more time to read books and like I'm starting learn to more about now. myself. And yeah. like I want to know how my brain works. Um, and there's a book I read called The Four Agreements. I don't know if you ever heard of it, it's mm-hmm. pretty it's a pretty famous book. I can't think of the author right now. He's written a few books, but um. If you're going through the drinking thing, I'd recommend reading The Four Agreements. It's like 140 pages. It's a quick read. But it's just four things to like help you guide your life. And, I love um, that you ooh, I love that you brought that up because like what we've been trying to do is like each one of our guests that we bring on, we ask them like what kind of books that they so I mean, seeing that you've kinda of already started down that path, that'd be book number one. Like Yeah, yeah, I would say do you that, have a couple um, others. I definitely don't want to say self help books, but like self improvement. Like, yeah. I like to read about books that I don't want to read 
so we watch so much Netflix and TV. Like I don't need my fiction from pages. I got you. I get enough of that on the screen. <laughs> on the screen, yeah. That when I read, I want it to. I want to learn Some something. Substance, yeah. Um, like I said, I'm a baseball nerd, so I read a lot of baseball books. But okay. um, mostly, like I've read the Four Agreements. I'm reading a book right now called Breathe, and that's how like we don't breathe properly as humans. Mm. Like you're supposed to breathe through your nose all the time, and we clearly like. Oh, to yeah, to. Uh, yeah, and it makes you think about how you take breaths, and it helps if you're if you run or work out. Like the book's really cool. Um, but yeah, the four agreements is really cool because it's, I'm trying to think of them. I should know. Um, don't take things personally is one of them. So breathe. Don't take per- things personally. No, uh, this is the four agreements. Oh, this, oh, it's part of the four agreements. Yeah, sorry. so one of the four. Books. Breathe no, is a different no, breathe book. is a book. Okay, okay, but okay. Part of the four agreements is don't okay. take things personally. Don't assume. Um, be impeccable with your words. Like do what you say, mean what you say. Mm-hmm. Like and that. then uh, try your best because you're not always, you're going to assume and you're going to take things personally. But to remember. Yeah. And just keep trying. And like when I was drinking, I wouldn't have ever had that. Like, oh, chill out, dude. That person didn't cut you off on purpose. Because people don't cut you off on purpose. They, yeah, they're, they're in their, their, their own life. world. It, it's not malicious intent yeah. behind it. Little things like that. In the grocery store, someone's taking their time. They're not doing that to slow your day down. They have no idea who you are. Yeah. That's just how they operate. So go around them and keep your day pushing or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so reading that also helped me with my journey of like, all right, I do take things personally. I do assume things about people on I started like looking at life differently and then um, reading that and then not drinking really just opened my mind up to like different and emotional intelligence and like how I was treating people, how I was treating myself um, in general. So treating yourself, that's a big one mm-hmm. because yeah. you know, it's hard. It's, it's easy to let yourself down. So it's even easier to let somebody outside of you down. Like, mm-hmm. I, like some days I miss the gym, right? Like I'll, I have some come up or whatever, something slams my day and then I'm like, I don't go to the gym. I'm just like, fuck. And I'm on myself. But that last, that last one where it's like, you know, uh, what was, what was the try last your one? Best. Try your best. It's okay. It's okay. So yeah, I messed up, but we'll try again tomorrow. And like the drinking thing, it's okay. Like, oh, I want to quit. Like, it's okay if you have a beer and fuck up for lack of, like, I mean, right. you don't want to do that, but it's, it's okay. It's normal. You're We're humans. You're trying to break a habit. You have yeah, a you're habit. trying to, and it takes... You know, I don't even know what I know. It's like 30 days of doing something straight to form a habit. Yeah. So you got to go like it. That's why I say start 10 to 13 days and then do a month and then 60 and then 90 and like set a goal for yourself. Um, and if you don't meet the goal, like I said, don't jump off a bridge or think it's the <laughs> yeah. end. Like it's not the end. Like that means the next time you so say you try to do 13 days, you got to nine. The next time you try, you'll get to 13 yeah. mm-hmm. or at least theoretically or at least to 10. One more. Yeah, well, I mean, you want to improve. I, it's. I think it's important to recognize. Yeah. Oh, I made a mistake, and maybe figure out what triggered that. Mm-hmm. Like, how can I avoid this next time so I can do better? I like Very that. Good. Yeah. So you're you're bringing not only emotional intelligence but also awareness to mm-hmm. the, the drinking. And in general, like regardless of drinking, I think it's very endearing and a, a super good characteristic to admit when you're wrong. Um, good leaders yeah. do that. Um, Absolutely. Good friends do that. Good humans do that. Um, people get stuff wrong. We're not perfect. No one's perfect. A thousand percent. Um, you're going to get things wrong, but if you ignore that and try to deny the fact, that's not going to help you do better the next no. time. Yeah. All right. So we had a little technical difficulty, but we we're are back. back. I guess uh, we were talking about being accountable and like being honest. Like if you mess up, like, hey, Correct. I yeah. messed Correct. up. My yeah. bad. Um, but then that, that becomes, that leads into, um, is it something you messed up on or is this habitual? Cause now we've had, you've said sorry 10 times for the same mm. thing. So are you, are you, mm-hmm. are you sorry or is that just who you are? Mm-hmm. So you got to find that line too, where if, is it, is it a mistake or is it a pattern? Is it a characteristic? What? Is, now what, what hard mistakes happen a few times. <clears throat> patterns happen often. Mm-hmm. Right. 
So what, what hard questions did you ask yourself to get yourself out of that? Well, one, one of the things, uh, I, I'm glad you said that because I wanted to mention this. So one of the things I looked at was, um, so I've been drinking since 18. I stopped on 30. I'm going to be 34 next month. Hey. Um, so for 12 years, right, I drank. That's my sample size. So I forgot how many days are in 12 years, but I looked at how many <laughs> days. Because when I get one. hungover, I'm... <laughs> Like it, no, yeah. Like I wish I was dead when I'm hungover. Oh, I've God. literally had conversations where I'm like, "Oh God, take me! I'm good. <laughs> take me! I can't do. I can't do this anymore." Wow. Um, and they're bad. And my friends all know. Like I'm in my circle. They're like, "You don't want to get hungover like Jeff." So some, <laughs> some stuff like I'll be like exorcism bile coming out of me, man. Oh, like wow. very wow. sick, and I'm like done. Like definitely not what you want to be the example for. No, don't don't talk to me. Like I so basically a night of drinking would ruin a whole. It would be two days. I'd have that night and it would ruin a whole day. Basically till seven or eight o'clock the next day. Yeah. I'm pretty useless. Um, so I started thinking about all the days in my life Did I've been miss? hungover that I've oh, missed, yeah. and I loosely I would say it was about a year. 300 days, 300 to 365 wow. days I've been hung over in the past 12 years. Um, and then that really freaked me out. So out of 12 years, I've spent a year of that hungover. Yeah. Um, and obviously, mm. that's not really how it works. Dude, but if you is... quantify, I'm a salesman. I quantify things on, mm-hmm. on a yearly basis. Um, I looked at that and then I started looking at like, all right, so if I go out drinking two times a week and then a hangover like five, four or five days a month, I lose times 12, 50 days a year times 10 years like it, it could have been longer like i don't even know it could be more than 300 but i got to 300 and i was oh, like i don't want to keep going because i'm gonna be like upsetting myself yeah. but i looked at that and that's how many days i've lost i, feel, I in could my just life. picture you like making charts it reminds me of ben stiller and along came polly like yeah he- <laughs> <laughs> well it just I, reminded me of that movie like- one of my friends i had i was in milwaukee i was on a bike trip i got like wasted in chicago the next morning we drive up to milwaukee I get wasted again, and the next day I wake up, and it was the first time I ever had a panic attack. Mm. Um, I had just broken up with the girlfriend I was with, and I was on like my first trip. I was drinking, and I woke up, and I just had this like anxiety panic attack. I had to have the bag, like didn't know what the hell was going on. Um, never had something like that in my life. And yeah. my buddy and me went on a walk, and he's a good friend. His name's Jeff as well. Um, and he's the first person I admitted it to, where I was like, "Hey, man, like I don't think I think drinking is like a real like I think I have a problem. Like yeah. I don't think it's good for me." Um, what did he come back with? And he was like, if that's how you feel, like I'm, I'll support you. That's how I know he's a real oh, friend. He's like, if that's what you want to do in the rest of the trip, I didn't drink. Mm. Um, and that's what made me upset was I started realizing like I'm paying. Like I, I don't have a bike sponsor, so I pay for my trip. So I pay for my flight and I pay to be somewhere. And then I'm spending a day. I'm like, missing a day of my yeah, vacation hungover. Out, yeah. Not even just riding trips. Any, tr- any vacation I've been on, probably one day I'm hungover. Um, mm. And I was like, what am I? Like I'm wasting money on this five-day vacation. It's four days now. Like, And then I started... That's when I was like, how many days have I like oh. wasted being mm-hmm. hung over? And then, that is a very hard question. And wow. then when I thought of it that way, that was like the final straw for me. And there wasn't the next day I quit. Like I said, it was yeah. a, a journey Process, from there. Sure. But that's when I was like, dude, you're fucking up. Yeah. Like hmm. that's, and I explained it to people and they were like, because when you say it like that, like I've missed a year of my life being hung over. They're like, what? That yeah. is, it, that was when you said it. That's when, impactful. When you quantified so, it, 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 it. It, it was jarring. Yeah. You're like, I lost a year. I was like, hang on a second. How do you think I felt? Looking in the mirror. <laughs> and what's worse is that, like, some people, like, for instance, I don't get hangovers. So, like, I... Lucky. I don't have that. So, like, for me, I don't see drinking as a problem, even though I know it is. Mm-hmm. And I've tried to be more conscious about, like, getting rid of it. My thing is, working at a bar, it's tough. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, you work at a bar, we get shifty drinks. So... 
one day I was sitting there and this little voice in my head was like, just get, uh, I think it's called Athletic Light. Yeah, and the Free NA is great, great brewery, actually. Yeah, One of my like, favorites. There you go. And, and I was like, uh, get that. The Golden Haze. Take that yeah. home. And I was like, now nah, I'm going to take this alcoholic beer. Yeah. <laughs> because, you know, it's, it's, it's the ha- like you said, the habit, right? Mm-hmm. So um, so right now we have Breathe, right? Yes. We have uh, four, four, four agreements. Four agreements. And then what's uh, the top I guess we're in Houston. Read Astro Ball. Astro Ball. Yeah, I think that was the name of the book the guy wrote about the 2017 Astros. If you're a baseball, that's just one of my. It's a good book on. Um, because it's right after our hundred lost season, right? Well, yeah. Well, so he, the guy who wrote it's Astro right Ball that. is the one who predicted you guys to win it in 2017. He predicted in like 2000. He was have, on the cover. I have that. That guy wrote what Astro else? Ball. So asked the Astros were the only team that would let him in the locker room because they were the worst team in baseball. So he did a whole thing on them. Okay, they end up winning the World Series. He. Names the book Astro Ball, the new way of winning comes out. They were cheating, um, so he actually has a podcast. Beat that part out. Yeah, it's okay. It's what, <laughs> if you're still mad about that, grow up. It's twenty six years. <laughs> it Everyone cheats. My dad is a Yankee I'm not fan. Even an he's, fan. He's still mad about that. But Yankees got caught cheating too, though, which is yeah, a win, a win is and the a Red win. Sox did too. So my 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 welcome, advice is cheat better. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the, the Astros it, yeah. beat the three teams that cheated, so it's like just cheat better, and you yeah, guys would have won. I mean, so yeah, if you're still upset about that, grow up. It's been six years. They're not taking the rings. <laughs> they're it's not done. cheating anymore. It's they're a good done. team. They're not, um, and that's the thing. I think they're not cheating anymore, no. and they're still winning. So people still bring something's got to be or said for that. Yeah, or well, well we're not going to say that. We're not going to say that. <laughs> we're not. Um, we won't. But that's another book anyone. I really enjoyed was Astro Ball. If you live in Houston, you're an Astro fan. Like, there's no reason why you shouldn't read that book. Dude, we, this has been like one of the most eye-opening, at least for me. I can't speak for y'all because uh, I have been kind of toiling with quitting it. I do love whiskey. That's like my favorite. Um, but again, like you're saying, it's, it's, you're, you're drinking poison. So, um, you know. But like, too, like, you know, you want to, I always say too, like be a classy drinker, not a trashy drinker. Mm. It's like have a martini, have a little whiskey after work, you know, something like that. Um, don't abuse it because mm-hmm. like it is poison, but one drink's not going to kill you. Yeah, and it's it nice. should, it it's should also be a nice treat. To treat yourself if yeah, that's, that's something you enjoy. Say. You shouldn't. But if For you're me, it's abusing it, and you you know it's an issue or it's affecting your home life or whatever you're doing, then yeah. yeah, then you should stop. But if you can go out and have a drink, like power to you. That's awesome. Like I wish I could, but I can't. Um, but I think it's always good to have perspective mm-hmm. on what you're doing. Like yeah. you said, at least having these conversations. Like I have friends that they drank a lot and they drank a little now and i'm like you had the conversation and like you're talking about it that's the first step into like figuring out and then controlling it recognizing you you have a problem yeah yeah and if you really want to stop like completely i would say hobbies help yeah definitely distractions so that you don't have to you know go to the bar and have that's the only spot to hang out well that was uh one thing i realized is like fridays and saturday nights my hobby was drinking yeah the weekend was drinking and i was like that's not even one of my hobbies. That's no. not even a real hobby. You're yeah. Like, Unless like, you're getting paid yeah, for Yeah, so it, like on like... Friday nights now, um, if I'm not traveling, like we do skate park sessions on Friday nights. I mm-hmm. go to the skate park and I'll be there till 10 or 11 and oh, I go, um, no, there's no bikes allowed at that skate park. So we'll go up that. to Rockstar and Greenspoint and then Bel Air has a park or like a Chimney, and, Chimney Rock 59 area. Guns Point? Yeah, no, Guns Well, point. I wouldn't it say is. it's what right the there. It's no, a little it bit further down. No, it's, a, it's, hey, it's, hey. it's towards 1960. No, no, it's no? it's right at the mall. You think yeah, so? Yeah, Greenspoint no, yeah, Mall. It's yeah, it's right in Gunspoint. You'll hear gunshots at the skate park. 
Oh, wow. Yeah. Every, okay, one so, time, there was gunshots, and everyone jumped in the bowl, because you could oh, tell they were close. Oh, thank goodness. So, just for your own self-preservation, I understand that you're from Boston, you're pretty hard, blah, 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 blah. do not go up there. He I said for your self-preservation. Man, it's I've been in Southside Chicago, guns pointing even that bad. There's way worse hoods out there. Houston's not that hard. It's not really. No, don't get me wrong. There are there are bad parts of Houston, and in general, anywhere you are, you should always be vigilant of everything that's around you. Um, and like I said, riding bikes, being in cities, I've been in a lot of bad areas, and you learn how to navigate those areas. And respect gets respect, I think, in my opinion, too. Um, I've definitely, I want to say, the most hood or like bad place I was was Cleveland. Um, I think I was 19. We were on a trip. We were riding in some project. Um, it was like me and like eight friends. So we thought we were, you know, it was eight of us. This cop came up to us and he's like, hey, what are you guys doing here? And we're like, yeah, we're filming. We have cameras and shit. And he's like, yeah, do you guys know you could get killed for being over here? And we were like, what? And he was serious. And he was like, no, I'm serious. He's like, you guys have to leave. And we're like, what? And he's like, you guys should not be in this neighborhood right yeah. now. It's a super dangerous project. Like, he's like, I don't even know why no one's come up to you and rob you guys yet. Um, and then he escorted us Damn. like 10 blocks, followed us in his car where we pedaled back into like a safer area of Cleveland. Wow. And, told, and he told us tracks, not to come. Right? I think it's like, it's good looking out. I can't remember. It's like past 50 something street and like before like 30 something or like, like the bad areas. So that, that, hmm. The that, middle section is downtown wow. and then north and south is when you'll run into like bad pockets. Um, but yeah, he like kind of like Texas sheriff like hey don't come back to this neighborhood again brother you <laughs> better be here. gone by at sunrise <laughs> yeah it's like you don't need to give me something to do tonight and, and all the <laughs> and that was the first time in my life where I was like this cop is like okay because when I was younger you know like fuck the fuck cops fuck the pop and I was like nah I'm, I, I trust this fool he probably just saved us <laughs> um wow. but yeah in general be aware of where you are but um you can go up to the skate park it's i've never had anything bad happen to me up there well man dude i, I appreciate you taking the time to actually like yeah come here thanks for sharing kind of, learned know, a lot share with our people here um, like you know you your your life has changed after after alcohol mm-hmm. and it actually like disgusts you now i hope to get there one day i have the the half marathon coming up so i haven't i've stopped and i appreciate drinking. you coming on and um i think it's like um i don't want to sound like i i just i don't want to like boast but i like to have these conversations and if i can help someone even if it helps one person that's amazing um because there's a lot of people that struggle with it and they don't Mm -hmm. know where to start so um if this helped you at all if you want to reach out to me um can i plug my instagram yeah absolutely um radical underscore jeff is my instagram it's a picture of me on a bike um if you heard this and you want to talk feel free to dm me i'll I'll take the time to talk to you thank Um, you appreciate that if you if you want to like come hang out and actually meet him, shake his hand, uh, we'll be at Oso Coffee on Friday morning. At least, at least <laughs> just kidding. I, I mean, no, no, we'll, we'll there, line up the door for I'll be there. I'll be there. He'll definitely morning. be there every what Friday. Time do you I'm guys? There once or okay. twice a month, depending. Yeah. If I'm in town, I'm pretty much there every Friday. Well, I'm curious. Is yeah. there like a time frame when this happens? I have like no 10, idea. Nine thirty to like yeah. noon. Yeah. I feel out of the loop. Yeah. <laughs> come on over. It depends on my Friday. Sometimes we have like Zoom meetings on Fridays, so um, usually I go around ten or eleven. So Fridays around ten. Okay. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm at Oso. No, well, if, if I have to do that, I'll just say I'm on my phone and I won't video. Oh, I'll be like, oh, I'm driving. I hope my boss doesn't listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be fine. <laughs> but yeah, Fridays we do hang out at Oso Coffee. Shout out to Hector. Yeah, Hector's. 
What's navigation that? Boulevard, right? Yeah, yeah. Navigation? Navigation. Yeah, navigation. It's right across Good from to know. Office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's where it's at? Yeah. Oh. I've seen it. I've never been. Okay, okay. Yeah, and they got food now, too, so come hungry. Yeah, Ooh, yeah, yeah. maybe yeah. it's yeah. lunch there on Friday. No, it's yeah. yeah, they're open every day now. So. All right, well, thanks for joining us today. Thanks, yeah. And um, thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Be sure to follow, like, subscribe, the whole thing. And we will bring more topics like this next time. Peace out. Thing. Sounds like there's some drama. There's definitely called. Oh my god! It begins life. You see, like everyone plays a part, right? Yeah, of course. Thing Thing called called life. life.